everyone. Welcome to episode six of the Uncharted Horizons podcast. I'm Nicole. That's Brayden. And this week we're actually talking about controversial gaming opinions. Oh yeah, he's got another shirt. This is Was that Persona this, this time? This is actually Persona. Yep, Persona 5, the one I bought you that you haven't played yet. Uncharted Horizons. I'm going to play it. Yeah, no, no, no. Game. I'm watching you play all these other games. But go ahead. Sorry, I cut your intro off. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to look at your cool shirt. I'm going to play that game eventually. I had to show um, So yeah, before we get into talking about controversial gaming's opinion, gaming opinions, I wanted to ask you a very important question. Sure, sure, I'm listening. Go ahead. <laughs> what inanimate object do you wish you could eliminate from existence? Any inanimate object? Yeah, which one? Oh, God. I gotta know this about you. That, like that's that's gotta be... That one's easier than I think. I think that's got to be the elf on the shelf. Like, if I just had to pick one off the top of my head. Because, like, like that thing is the actual worst for so many reasons. Like, it's weird looking. It's terrifying. I don't understand. Like, I didn't have when I was a kid. I just, you know, got, like, threatened with coal or something. But, I mean, I've always thought the elf on the shelf was just really unsettling and weird and cringy and i hate it and i would like to just get every elf on the shelf and just put them all in like a toy story 3 style like destruction bin of sorts um but that would definitely be my um that would be my elimination of choice for you sure know, out of everything that you could have guessed for an animate object i think that is the very last thing really what was your what was your thought of answer i don't know i didn't have my own on the but i don't <laughs> what did the elf ever do to you? Have you seen the thing? I'm not like I just I just want to like point out that like this isn't like some random like elf on the shelf hate like look at it and and tell me that it doesn't I don't uh, this first is true it, I mean it's just like out of everything that's where your head that's where your brain went look I love Christmas Christmas and Halloween are like my my two favorite things like I fuck with both of those Thanksgiving's great too like don't get me wrong but like those two you know are the way to go and the elf on the shelf as a whole is just really unsettling and it's kind of like one of those things that i think people put out into the world like thinking it was going to be a good thing and it just isn't like i just like to take a look at the graphic that i've just popped up on the screen here um this this is the elf on the shelf and could you imagine being a child and waking up and you just see that staring at you and whether or not you get gifts or get to live or whatever your parents like hold over your head is based on this fucking thing I nothing about this is good. Like this thing looks like it knows something you don't, and it's just not safe. I don't want to sleep with this thing looking at me. Yeah. So Brian XM34 in chat said Elf on the Shelf was a mistake and it, hashtag cancel the elf. It absolutely was. And it kind of looks like Isaac a little bit if you sort of look at it with like with with that with like a beanie. If you, I was just thinking that as I'm looking at it here, I kind of see Isaac in that, which is funny. So shout out to him. Um but I mean all all you know, all the <laughs> He says, wow, in the I mean, you kind of see it, right? Like, you put the elf on the shelf with, like, a jar of dubby energy, and you take off its pointy hat, give it a beanie and, a, and a, like, a wife beater yeah, shirt or whatever, and I can see like that. If you got rid of elf on the shelf, you lose all of those fun memes, you know, the ones where it's like, you had elf on the shelf, now get ready for, and it's, like, two pictures, and you gotta put them together. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. like, uh, you know, pear on a chair, or, like, the Bon yeah. Jovi meme that they put together. Yeah, I could, I could see that as well, um, for sure. Um, but what, like, if I'm going to ask you, I have a question for you, but now I'm just, we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to humor you here. What would be your preferred that you would get rid of? Like you get rid of any singular inanimate object. What would it be? Hmm. I was not prepared and it wasn't going to be elf on the shelf. I'll tell you that much. Huh? 
get back to me. Do, do get back to you. All right, so here's my question. Um, not counting like a like a fancy home cooked meal or whatever. Like, what's your guilty pleasure food when gaming? Like, is there something like I like? I, like, if I play games with friends and stuff, like sometimes we'll like order pizza or whatever. Or if I'm like you know just hanging out, like Doritos, whatever, do in Doritos, you know all that shit. What's your like favorite like gaming snack to have when when? Mm. I don't usually eat while gaming just because I'm, like, not really a clean freak, but kind of when I come to my controller since they're both white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I try not to eat snacks when I'm gaming, but recently, I guess since, I don't know, probably the past few months, I've been eating the Chewy Sprees. I don't okay. know if you've had them, but they're, yeah. like, the little tiny ones. Yeah. Like, that's such an easy thing to eat because it's not a messy snack. And it will, like, you know, like, eventually when you eat too many sour foods, it, like, destroys your mouth. So, like, that happens eventually. But, mm-hmm. you know, it takes a while to get there. So, yeah, I've definitely just eat candy instead because it's usually not that messy yeah i i love uh sour skittles still one of my favorites but like it hurts my teeth and cuts the roof of my mouth so it's like i just typically avoid it um but okay that's that's fair yeah i don't like i don't if i'm playing like computer games or something it's a lot less like stressful because like i'm using a mouse and keyboard or whatever depending on the game although i don't like playing with mouse and keyboard specifically fun fact about me i think controller is just better but i know that's a controversial gaming opinion ironically um but yeah, no, uh, Chewy Spree's pretty good. I Gobstoppers, you remember those? Like the candies that like change color yeah. when you suck on them and whatnot? I like I those too. Those. Is that what you eat? Uh, no, I'm diabetic, so I have to be careful with sugar intake. Like I eat a side of time, but if I eat a whole thing of Gobstoppers, I'd probably need to take some <laughs> insulin. So I don't know about that. To, to cool Ranch. perfect for Charlie. To, uh, Charlie. Willy Wonka. I was thinking of the kid. Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. You know, I you'd suppose... be one of the ones that has to, like the Oompa Loompas come get you because you ate too much candy. Who was the Who was the the heavy set girl there? That exp- no, she wasn't heavy set initially, but she ate the thing uh, and she popped. Ooh, what's her name? Forget I her the name. Other one's Veruca, but I can't think of the blueberry one. Uh, why do I feel like I know what it was? Um, oh, hey, Brian said I'm diabetic too. One of us. Well, there you go. I I will say I'm fortunate that it's type two and not type one, so I'm not like. Like, it's very much manageable, like, with just trying to eat better, and, like, I can still eat things. I don't have to, like, take insulin shots and whatnot, but, like, it's definitely still more, like, awareness and stuff that goes into it, so. As much as I'd love to, like, binge eat boxes of gobstoppers, doing that when I was younger is what got me in this position more than likely that, and, you know, family genetics, so. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty good to see. So I did, I did, um... I did update a photo of the elf on the shelf there to accurately reflect my comparison. Uh, just to say, it doesn't look that out of place. Like all I'm saying is, and like all I'm saying is, if you were to turn on his You're stream, you're gonna lose Isaac as a fan and a friend. No, I was slid. I slid in his DMs the other day. Remember? Oh all right, we're gonna God. take Isaac off the uh, the the. Isaac, I didn't condone this. Isaac, she actually sent me these graphics beforehand <laughs> and told me to put these up, so whatever works. All right, listen. That's um that's sort of there. We're going to we're going to try to work these types of things in uh, if there's things you guys want to know about us that are not related to gaming necessarily, you know, random questions like what inanimate object would you get rid of or, you know, how many 8th graders do you think you could beat in a fight if they were coming at you one-on-one versus like in waves? That's a good question that I've always liked to to ask i'm actually i'm actually this is a little off topic but I, i've had a debate with my friends whether or not i could like 1v1 like a turkey like if i was just like fighting a turkey one-on-one because like they're very aggressive and sharp and like fanged but like i'm pretty confident in like my size like i'm six one. like i think i could get a turkey in a chokehold sort of thing but the problem of course that like comes into this is whether or not like the turkey's gonna like stab at me if i'm gonna be able to get my hands on it so you know theoretically speaking I think the max number of turkeys that I could take would be like one, maybe one and a half. But 
that's just a conversation that some people aren't ready for. It's just... My uh, inanimate object, by the way, you made me think of it when you said cut the roof of your mouth, is, <laughs> I don't know if food counts, but I'm going to get rid of toast. Why? What's wrong with toast? Toast? I've, I learned this the other day, speaking to my boyfriend, that not everyone has this problem, but me eating any type of, like, cooked bread, toast, cuts my mouth, and it's not fun. So, like, sandwiches, I don't want them toasted, you know? How are you? How are you eating? I'm, are you like putting it in your mouth sideways? You're like, ah, like it's just scraping it against the. Normal, like with because you, you when you first bite things, it's usually with your front teeth, and then you push it to the side. But like you, got, I'm gonna have to eat a sandwich like on the side of my mouth, <laughs> so that it doesn't hit the roof of my mouth. But yeah, so, fuck burnt bread or just toasted bread, I guess. <laughs> like bread quite a lot, and I I like like peanut butter on toast or like you know. Uh, you make like an egg, like scrambled eggs. I like avocado toast, but there's like enough avocado on there that it like cushions. Okay, so <laughs> what you're saying is, just so I'm accurately recapping this, is that your bread needs to be childproofed in order for you to safely be able to eat it. Yes. You need me to cut the corners off so you can just eat it like a triangle. Sour candy. I said bread. Bread cuts your mouth. You should see a doctor. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm a little bit concerned well, for her well being. Cuts my mouth. Oh, well, my toast is just bread that hasn't, you know. You know, come to fruition left. Um, but that's listen. That's you do you. All right, I. That's fine. Just kids don't eat toast, I guess, unless you you know have it childproofed is what we've learned from this today. Yes. Okay, I do like toast. Um, that's that's definitely fair. Okay. So next. Next, yes. Uh, the general uh, topic of today's show. Uh, if you are joining us and you are exclusively here because you want the uh, chance at the Steam gift card, um, it's, it's hurtful, what but I get it. What the fuck? Uh, Sorry, what I'm just comment. Seraphic said, hey, it's the non-dying light player and the handsome Greek god with the glasses. Wait, which one of us is which? Well, I don't uh, have glasses. Oh, true, true, true. That's a fair point. Sorry. Um, yeah. I've never played Dying Light either. Um, can't say too much about it one way or another. But if you guys are here for the giveaway exclusively, uh, that's that's super lame, but I get it. Uh, we are going to do that about midway through the show, so I'm not going to say exactly when. I would advise that you stay tuned and interact. You may even find something that you like, but uh, probably before 9.30. But if you're here and you got other stuff to do, we're going to um, do that random drawing for a Steam giveaway in a while. But we're going to get into the conversations today, and uh, we're going to talk about controversial gaming opinions. And I'm going to let Nicole go first. And one of the things about this, we actually did not tell each other our opinions for this before we started. So she has no idea which ones I'm going to say. I don't know what she's going to say. And it's going to be a little bit more interesting that way. But all of these opinions are a combination of our own thoughts, things we found online, some I found on Reddit, on other places on the internet, so I don't necessarily agree or disagree with all of these takes, but just as that disclaimer, if you pop in at some point and you hear and you're like, oh my god, I can't believe they said that, you know, X game is overrated, like, this isn't all our opinions here, this is sort of, we're gonna see how bad these takes uh, really get, so Nicole, why don't you, um, why don't you go ahead and, uh, and hit me with your, uh, first take here. Yep, yeah, so I'll make it clear if it's my opinion or not, because I do have some that are mine. Mm -hmm. um, so for the first one, this is not mine. This is Frank Wants to Talk on Reddit. Okay. Uh, recently, making a game open world seems like a cop-out to avoid designing something unique and engaging. I mean, sure, you can add an extra 100 hours of gameplay just for marketing, but it still takes effort for that to be worthwhile. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, he's kind of right, 
when you look at like i feel like this is really what we touched on with starfield last week i think yeah. it was last week it was saying like how big it was and like maybe it is just a marketing thing but i also i don't know i like kind of agree i guess it depends on the game because i do feel like a lot of the times all that extra stuff is literally just like extra and they didn't need it and what could have happened if they spent their time on like a main story but then like in other games i think it does work which obviously, like, in my case, I'd say, like, Skyrim or, like, Horizon, uh, Forbidden West and Horizon Zero Dawn. Both of those are, like, open worlds, but I think they're contained enough and that there's enough to do and it's all meaningful that it's done very well. But then you get games, like, possibly Starfield, if the, all that stuff is just bullshit. And, um, like, Fallout 7, I don't know, Fallout 76, that was an open world, right? I didn't play that one. Well, did anyone I did, play? and I'm fairly I certain most one. people that played that game returned it. Uh, because or like, was... I guess a good example is Assassin's Creed, especially Valhalla. There's just a lot of stuff in that, and it's going to take you a long time, so. Yeah, um, I'm inclined to agree with this take. I, I'm very much against the idea of open world for the sake of open world, and I think one of the biggest games that comes to my mind with this is Red Dead Redemption 2, which I was very hyped for. That was a day one purchase for me. I was really hopeful, and the game was fun, and you get into it, and then it's just like... It's so big. It's so... It, it, there's so much going on there just for the sake of being like, look how big I am, and not anything to really keep it engaging. So the quality of the game... Open world does not automatically mean good. Like, Breath of the Wild is a good game that could probably be, like, 10 hours shorter and still be just as effective. Like, I understand that for some people, the opportunity to go and play and explore a little bit more and do things at their own pace, that's cool, but that's not that doesn't make the game good. And a lot of these companies are using that as the selling point being like, Oh yeah, look at our game. We've got, you know, so-and-so X, Y, Z. Like it's not, it's not that straightforward. And I actually think that it, it ends up leading to some level of uninspired game design. Be like, Oh, it's the biggest game. You know, Starfield obviously is the first one that comes to mind here. I don't think this is that hot of a take, but I do think you're going to find some people that are obviously going to feel very strongly in the opposite direction because open world is, you know, the craziest thing ever and all of that. Yeah, I think it really does just depend on the game, but I see what they mean most of the time that you're spending all of these assets and time and resources and if your main story isn't solid and, like, your main shit isn't good, like, you shouldn't be working on all that other stuff. Oh, I'm with you. Starfix said, okay, he doesn't like open world. I take back my glasses compliment. <laughs> well, thank you. I don't dislike open world. If it's done well and it's done, like, for a purpose, that's fine. You know, a game like God of War is open world to an extent in the sense that there's side things that you can do, but it's not forcing that down my throat, and it's certainly not, like, the only option that I have. So there's just a lot of things you really need to take into consideration with open world stuff. And I think that's kind of like, it's not fair to say all open world games are bad, but it's also not fair to say a game is good just because it has 300 hours of gameplay. When in reality, most of those hours are just rehashing things you've already done with a different, you know, randomly generated background. So that's, that's my take on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tantalink Tisha God, God of War is not open world, so it's not an open world game, and I did sort of say, you know, hybridist, but it is also very much like, there's a lot to do, there's a lot to explore, you can go do a ton of optional stuff that's not necessary, and that's what I mean. It, it works well when it's done in a game like God of War, but it works less well when it's done in something 
like Red Dead Redemption 2, where it's like, I really want to play more of that game and see its story and experience everything going on, but I can't because I have to ride a horse in real time, you know, 25 minutes across the map. Like, that's not that's not what I yeah. want to do. It can be done pretty tasteful, too. Like, Ghost of Tsushima is a really good example, because that's a game I haven't finished because of how big it is. But yeah. it's also, like, all of that side stuff and all of that map is <clears throat> very well done, and people that love that game, like, have the option to do all that extra stuff, or obviously you don't have to. So I feel like that's, like, one of the better examples of open world, where there's just a shit ton to do, but it's all done pretty well. And then, obviously, like, the main stuff's even better. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I don't think that's a super hot take um no, for sure now open world in general so. yeah and it, like it is it is sort of not fair to like blanket statement that either um but generally speaking i think that the base argument and the same you know selling point that starfield is trying to use could very well be its biggest detriment and i think that's sort of the the, the takeaway here is that just because something is big doesn't mean it's good Okay, uh, so let me hit you with one that I find to be very bizarre. Um, this is from a post on Reddit. I did not notate the username, but this was from a gentleman who posted on Reddit, I presume. Cutscenes in video games are bad and break my immersion, is what this person <laughs> said. I had the same reaction. Uh... I don't get this at all. Um, I find cutscenes to be a nice break in the game in the sense that, like, if I'm playing a lot, it gives me a minute to breathe, to catch up with the, the story, that you get to see the cool cinematics, and it obviously allows a story to develop. Now, I will say, I don't think every game needs a cutscene, but generally speaking, cutscenes are very good, and they don't think that they break immersion in the game. If anything, they, they make the play moments that you're about to have even better. Yeah, I agree. Uh, most of the games I play are pretty story-heavy games, and, like, a big part of that is the cutscenes. Um, I mean, you get the games that their gameplay is almost as good as their cutscenes, which is crazy, but it's just the world we live in now, so. Yeah. But, yeah, most of the time, the cutscenes are usually, like, obviously a better look at things, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't see it as a waste, and, like, 99% of the time, you can skip cutscenes unless it's a game where, like, you need to see them, but, like... I don't know, I started a game this week that let you skip cutscenes the first time watching them, so I guess just make it an option for those people, but also, like, you're not gonna get cutscenes in games that don't need it, like, you're not gonna get a cutscene in the middle of your fucking Call of Duty match, so, like, he just needs to not be playing those kind of games, I guess. Like, right. it's usually needed. It's just, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a strange take, for sure, because I just don't, and it's almost one of those things where it makes you wonder, like, how much of that's a genuine take, and how much of that is this person just trying to go above and beyond to get the edgiest opinion that they can out there. Um, but I think, I think cutscenes enhance games. I mean, you look at a game like The Last of Us, there's a lot going on in that game, and cutscenes sort of allow it to breathe, and I just think it's super uh, important, and... What did Isaac say? You should not play Metal Gear Solid then. No, I mean, I, I don't feel this way. I, I'm just saying this is what this gentleman um, on Reddit had to say, and I thought it was mm -hmm. very strong, um, and people kind of called this person out on it, but they didn't really offer any real rebuttal, so I don't know yeah. if it was just put I mean, out there. Some games are literally all cutscenes, which is like what Brian MX34 just said. I'll play a game that's all cutscenes, goddammit, which is like, oh, is that a movie? But no, I mean, most of, like, those decision-based games, like, As Dusk Falls, it just came out, was literally me watching, like, a almost, it's a, it's a weird format they filmed it in, but it's literally a movie that, like, every so often I'd make a decision in, but 
that's a genre for games and it's still a valid type of game so yeah heavy rain is one i think of that's like that you know in the sense that it has a lot of the cutscenes. uh hell uh Life is Strange is a game I really enjoyed, and that game was essentially just cutscenes with some quick time events for the most part, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm very much finding this take to be quite perplexing, but uh, yeah, that kind of fits the parameter of what we were looking for. So mm -hmm. you're up. Yeah, so I'm back to Reddit. This was posted 64 days ago, just for some context, because we've been getting a lot of Pokemon news. <laughs> this was Brew with an E at the end for Reddit. The Pokemon Company is shitting more on their fan base than any other developer. They have the largest franchise in history, and they still mostly put out the same game over and over. They have all the money in the world and deliberately choose to not put any of it back into development. <laughs> Pokemon fans are being milked harder than COD players, FIFA players, and Blizzard fans combined. It. I feel like this person's been wronged by Pokemon in some way, because while I do agree, he like takes it to another level of <laughs> being upset. But I do mostly agree. I feel like before Arceus and like where Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are going now, obviously you had like the branch off games like Let's Go and stuff, but like the mainline Pokemon games are literally the same thing every year. And it's insane. <laughs> I find it actually insane that they've not like that they haven't become better than they are because they do have a shit ton of money and they've used the same person over and over again. And I feel like they've got so comfortable doing something that works that they don't feel a need to change it. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair point, and honestly, I think we echoed some of this with Isaac last week when we talked about Pokemon as a whole, or not, not, was Pokemon last week? No, well, we talked about anticipating Scarlet Violet, but two weeks ago, we did the full Pokemon show, and we talked about this a lot, about how there's a lot of, um, kind of, I don't really know, it doesn't reinvent itself, and it doesn't have to, because it's just it's Pokemon. Like, it's gonna sell. It People works. want what they want. And honestly, so comfortable. I saw the new trailer today and for the new trailer. And I'm like, oh, these trainers look cool. These Pokemon look cool. People are simping over the new gym trainers and stuff. Like, it's just a whole... It's just a whole thing. But to say it's worse than COD and FIFA, which are quite literally just reskins, like, I don't know about that. I, I yeah, think... I, I mean, Pokemon part. does milk their fan base to an extent but it's such a massive thing that you can like pokemon and you don't even have to be in the same you don't even have to be in the same pokemon like you can like the video games you can like the card games you can like the show i mean i don't think people do but you can like the show you can like you know collecting the figures or whatever like there's such a wide medium there that like they are putting out other stuff, but it makes sense in a way that their their main focus is on the the primary stuff, and that's because that's what works and that's what sells. Like every year, people look forward to a new Pokemon title, and you get stuff like Arceus, which is definitely a fun game and it's different, but it didn't sell as well as your mainline games will because it's just like people are afraid to try something different. And so, while yes, they are milking it the fans are continuing to buy it. So, you know, what, like, how much blame are we really going to put out Pokemon here? Until people use their wallets to stop just being complacent with the same thing, they're not, you know, they're not really going to buy, or they're not going to do anything different. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not going to, people aren't going to change their approach because no one's complaining. No one cares. We're, oh, look at the new Pokemon. It's got a tire for a neck. Let's go buy 10 copies of Scarlet. Like, that's, you know, that's the mentality. So. Yeah. I enjoy Pokemon, but the fact that some people buy both versions of the game every single time a new one comes out is just so bizarre to me. 
Like, I, I love supporting things that I love, but, like, buying two almost identical things for, like, $60, I just, I can't. No, and that honestly makes sense. I just, I just think I guess that... that's another controversial opinion, is you shouldn't be buying both versions of Pokemon. Well, I mean, if people like stuff, you know, but... Yeah, it's your money, so, I mean, it's, at the end of the day, it's always a choice, so, like, it doesn't really bother me what you do, but that's just my opinion. That makes sense. Here's one that's very interesting. And I think is gonna is gonna be um, interesting to see your response, which I I disagree with this take. I'm putting this out there now. Video games to, and this is from Reddit, and this is from about two months ago. So this is not like some outdated take, technically in terms of the opinion. Uh, video games are oversaturated with strong female leads who can easily beat up all men and are mean for no reason. There is no diversity in gaming, and it is too oversaturated with females my reaction is silence right <laughs> not great for an audio podcast um no that's just wrong like if you had the if you literally broke it down to stats with how many female protagonists we have in games it is not nowhere near comparable to males maybe maybe i'm wrong about that and it's like a recent like 2022 only thing but no i still think that if you took like the majority of especially if you went for the entirety of like gaming history obviously it's male dominated um but no that is just not true and what they call mean for women is what they call strong and yeah. like, cool and men so it's like it's not really like oh like when the last of us came out and they had you play this is minor spoilers not really for the last of us 2 they had you play as two female leads, and, like, all of a sudden, this person's a bitch, this person sucks, they're so terrible, and it's like, did you forget Joel did worse things, and you thought he was cool, and, like, the best person ever, but when a female does it, it's suddenly a problem. I'm gonna stop getting angry about it, but... This you know, is... I, I, that, that take is just, like, I think just wrong, because there's not that many female protagonist games, and in the ones that they are, like, Aloy's a great example. Yeah. I love her because she is a bad bitch. But, like, I don't think that she, they're doing something with Aloy that I haven't seen before. I've just, it's something they've done with Aloy that they don't really do with women that much. Is like, you can you can be a woman and not be, like, this, like, dressed up, like, fucking no clothes on in a fighting game or whatever yeah. the fuck they're doing. And, like, she has her own personality and, it's not, and she's not just there to please the people that are playing, please the male fan base. Like, she's there to exist. They wrote the story they wanted and, like... I don't know. Not everything has to be like designed for the male gaze. Well, or the 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 male straights. Realistically, I don't I don't think we need to lean it in one certain direction. Um, this is true. But what I what I oh, when I say male, like, I know what you meant. I I was just fucking toxic, with you. Listen, men in the gaming community. As a man, I think I think that this opinion sucks. And and the first thing I did was look at this person's other Reddit posts on the video game Reddit that were not necessarily related to controversial gaming opinions. And the first post that this person made, which told me all I needed to know about the invalidity of his opinion, is he was upset with Horizon Forbidden West because Aloy was fat in that game and they didn't make her look it. And I have I have many problems with that because one, she's not fat. It'll like just even even looking at the model, which again it is a video game model, so like who gives a fuck? But second of all, it's like that's your takeaway from this. Like a game, like I haven't played Horizon, so I'm not saying like oh god the game's incredible. Like I know people like it, but just to look at it and say like I'm not buying that game because they made Aloy fat. Well, listen, if you're buying the game because it, like you were only buying the game because of how the main character looked, you might want to go outside and like touch some grass or something. Like I think that's a whole different 
thing, but it seems to spawn off this mindset of, like, male toxicity in gaming that, like, I don't think gets talked about a lot. And it, The Last of Us 2 is a great example of this, because that game is phenomenal. Like, it's emotional, and it's heavy, but it's a great game. Abby and Ellie both have great playthroughs. I do think Ellie kind of looks shitty in that game by the end, as terms of a character you root for. But she all, it's also a tragedy. It's not a feel-good ending. So, you know, while in the end, she ends up with nothing, and you're like, well, you know, this sucks, but, like, you kind of fucked over your, you know, significant other and left them all, whatever. But Abby was just such a well-written character that was, like, morally ambiguous, but you understood why she did what she did. And people hated that game, review-bombed it, like, Laura Bailey was getting, like, death threats and stuff. And it's just, like, like, at the end of the day, it's, like, it's a game. And, like, it's one thing to, like, be invested in the story and be invested, but it's another thing to, like, take it to this other level to be, like, oh, they made a strong female lead and it was Joel in the first game. And, you know, it's wokeness. Like, like I'm not, the, I don't think, I'm not, like, the most PC person on the planet, but I didn't think the idea to just sit there and call something out because it's because it's a woman or who, who cares like it should only really matter a the story b if you like the character and for people to just completely dismiss a game especially a game like the last of us because it had strong female representation like i don't know i'm not saying this to sound like a white knight i'm just saying it like this is the world we live in like we, we don't it shouldn't matter what someone's gender is it should just matter if you're invested in the story and we all want to play a game i don't think it needs to be this big political um thing one way or another and it's just frustrating that like that's bleeding into the gaming world especially as it pertains to like well-liked games that get flamed or criticized because of stupid things like the character being a little different looking than you, your typical female character in a fighting game like you said or dead or dead or alive or whatever would look like mm -hmm. it's just it's frustrating because it, it gives a bad look to the, to the gaming community as a whole especially males in the gaming community and and i you know i wouldn't blame females that were upset or off put by that because that's not inclusive and it's not a good it's just a toxic approach to have and i think there's way too many people that do it and it's just not it's just unfortunate yeah that's i mean you that. can argue that at least i don't know in the past 20 years because it's, it's been over 20 years since the 2000s but it probably was at one point a male dominated industry and it might still be with the statistics just as far as like who's buying the games it's men like we're gonna design games that they're gonna like but now I'm pretty sure I don't have numbers off the top of my head, but I saw a post recently that it's almost very even now as far as who's playing video games these days. Like there's definitely more women now, or maybe it's always been like that and they just haven't talked about it because like I've always liked games, but um, you could argue, I mean, maybe that that's what developers were doing at the time. And like now they're like, oh, well now it's like an even thing. Like now we can do this, which is kind of shitty if that's the only reason they're doing it. But I mean, you definitely like have my attention more so if it's like oh like this game has like a female lead like that's really cool because we don't see that that often so I'm not saying this to speak for women for the record i just want to clarify that but my thought process is even if it is even for the people that do say well it's shitty that it took all of this for them to actually start doing this at least they're doing it at least we're starting to get more equal representation in games like should it have taken that level of 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 outcry and sort of regression no it shouldn't have and that's an unfortunate reality of the world that we live in and and the, the fact that and this is you know i'm not going to go down the whole field of like people don't take action on something until it directly affects them and everything else you know but generally speaking like this is just not it's just a bad look and, and I, I do feel like a lot of people i mean if you didn't like the last of us because you didn't enjoy it or it just wasn't for you that's fine if you disagreed with the decision to kill off joel 
because you thought he was a great character, that's fine too. Like, I, you have the right to that opinion. But if you're upset about it because he got killed by a girl or he was a male-dominated lead and they went in a different direction, I think that says more about you as a person than it does about the game. And maybe you need to do a little bit of self-reflecting on that. No, no, you know, no, no offense intended, but a little offense intended, I think, because that's that's just kind of a. Uh, it's just kind of an unfair and, and, you know, gaming is meant to be something that everybody can get into and enjoy. And when you have a few, you know, people that are just making it hard for everyone, I just I just find that type of behavior to be something that would be best suited not in this community. But, you know, what are you going to do? That's just the way I mean, it is. it's in everything. Like, it's, it's just how it is. <laughs> You're just going to have to deal with it because those type of, like, men aren't going to change their mind anytime soon. So, if the only thing you can do is enjoy that kind of stuff even more, just to spite them. Yeah, I, that, no, and you're right. I, I guess, like, my thing is, is, like, and, and I, we can move on to a different opinion, too. I, I just feel like, I just feel like this is something that's important to address in, in some capacity. But it's, like, just because you don't like something doesn't mean you have to ruin it for everybody else. And I feel like there's this mentality in the world nowadays that, like, if people don't like something, it's like, well, I have to make sure everyone else hates it, too. That, like, it, maybe you just don't like it, and I don't, you know, you like Skyrim, and I don't love Skyrim, but, like, I'm not going to sit there and, like, make you feel shitty for liking it or review bomb the game so that no no one else gives it a chance. Like, the beauty of gaming as a whole is that everyone has different opinions, and people can play what they want and like what they want, and that's just, you know, it's, it's, it's accepting of everybody in different ways, and you have people that just want to go out of their way to ruin things and i just i just personally find that to be just a really uh really shitty way to live and generally those things are not they end up not being restricted to just video games those people end up you know <laughs> doing things in a lot of different walks of life so that's me i'm sorry i just went on a total tangent i just think it's it's shitty the way that that, that a lot of people conduct themselves and i think gaming is meant to be a space where everyone can have fun and engage and meet like-minded people and having opinions and, and being critical is completely fine and i honestly i like that and i encourage that but like don't be a dick about it like i don't know it's just not that hard really i don't know that's just my opinion if you don't like something it's okay just don't you know make everybody else have to drag everybody else down with you they thrive off of it but yeah, i know right. and it's toxic we don't we don't do that here we don't do that here. Um, yeah, you're up. Right. Sorry. I forgot what, yep. what take that was because we just completely spiraled in a different direction. But I think that's an important conversation <laughs> regardless. So uh, yeah. also Brian, um, Brian so also got... just, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh -huh. Oh, no, I was just Brian, Brian, just to a comment. I just wanted to read that out on loud. He said, just because you don't like something doesn't mean it's inherently bad. It's okay for something not to appeal to you personally. And I think that's the most important takeaway that you should probably like shout from the rooftops. But go ahead with your uh, with wish. your take. I didn't mean to I cut you off. I wish people felt that way. But, yeah. um, so this one's Missouri on Twitter. I don't know if I pronounced your username wrong, but that's what it was. Um, is BTS related? Buying... No, okay, <laughs> buying sorry, skins for games only in first person is so lame. Sure, other people get to enjoy it, but you don't get to. And isn't that what's supposed to matter? Yes. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of good examples of that where you can't even see yourself and enjoy your skin. I think. I'm like having a... Like a... I don't even know. I can't think of a game where I've been buying skins that is only first person. So maybe that means I don't do that. Because <laughs> like Overwatch... So Overwatch isn't first person. Is it? Mm, Overwatch, you only see the gun. Oh, shit. All right, well, Overwatch. Right, <laughs> Overwatch, right, I think. I that's what I'm thinking in my head, and now I'm, like, getting, like, clips and, like, other things confused with, like, if you're actually playing in first person, because I almost said Apex, but Apex is third, because you can see yourself slide. No, maybe it's not first. 
Let's see. I don't know. Yes to what? This is so bad. I can't remember which view we play in. Yeah, anyway. you just see the gun. That's what Isaac said. So yeah, Overwatch. I had a feeling. I said I think Overwatch well, is. Overwatch. So like Overwatch isn't one that you're buying. You're just earning those. And like mm, you could buy. Loot it's boxes, still cool though. to show off, but I'm. I never did that. You get so many of just playing, but that's true. You but, can, you know. I guess. But yeah, I guess, I guess if you're it's the only first person game, then I guess, eh, I guess it is kind of lame. I don't know. I still like if it's something earned or like I guess something bought. Like it's still cool to show off your skin because like Fall Guys is similar. <laughs> that I also have not real money though, but like the in-game currency. So I don't know. I think it's cool to like. I guess Fortnite too is Fortnite. No Fortnite. No Fortnite. I've been playing Fortnite recently. I actually bought a skin in yeah, Fortnite for the first time because like. That game, Fortnite does it, you know, it's it's fun, and there's a billion different skins, but things that you're a big fan of, like, you know, if you're an Naruto fan, or Dragon Ball, or Batman, or whatever, like, Darth Vader, like, there's a billion different things you can buy, and Fortnite's, you know, relatively fair price, but I also think if a game is free, the, uh, I'm much more okay with the idea of people, like, buying transactions. I, I, I mean, I guess it's a fair point, um, I just, I don't think it's that big of a deal, uh, if you like it and you want it there and it, you're, like, cool with seeing it, you know, when you're on the main menu or the loading screen and you just want to be like, yeah, look, I have this cool skin. Like, look at me. Then, I mean, you know, more power to you. But I yeah, I don't think it's the most controversial take ever, but it's uh, there's some truth to it. For sure. So Apex, is this a first-person shooter? Yeah, it is first-person. I don't know why I'm, like, picturing seeing my whole character. Maybe because of the dive trail. Apex, I definitely have spent money on. But, like, there's something, like, super satisfying about winning a game and getting to see your skin, but also, like, in the lobby and, like, certain things, like, while you're diving and, uh, kill cams and stuff, like, you get to see your character, but I don't know. Sometimes I think it's, I don't know. I guess it depends on the game. I'm, like, eh on that one. <laughs> Overwatch had that too, right? Like, you know, even though you can't technically see your skin, when you see the play of the game and you see the, the post-game. I think you see it from your perspective, but I'm not... It's been a while. I don't really remember. I haven't played Overwatch. I don't know. It's, it's the same thing. It's your money. If you want to spend it that way, go for it. Yeah, of course. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's your money. And if you want to spend it that way, you know, I say go for it. Um, you literally <laughs> repeated what I said. I, <laughs> I feel like I'm just giving women a voice. All right, listen. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we love is when I yeah. say something original and then a man repeats it and comes I'm just, yeah, I feel like that's that's the way of the world. <laughs> I'm Next. kidding. Listen, I'm kidding. All right, listen. So here we go. Uh, here's a fun take. Um, This is from someone on a website, the name of which I forgot. And uh, it began with R, so it wasn't Reddit, in case anyone's thinking, like, how does he not know? This is what they said. It was not RuinScape. I do not play RuinScape. Um... Uh, publicly reset era um that sounds right i don't know it was it was r something or other like it was like re yeah. re really bad takes or whatever i don't know this is what they said they said i cannot stand multiplayer when i was younger i liked playing co-op and having land parties with friends but that's about it in a number of ways i think online multiplayer has had a profoundly negative effect on the video game industry yeah yeah so, just to add on, because I had one that was similar, Spider on Reddit said, Multiplayer has become a blight on gaming. The overall quality of a game drops the more focused on multiplayer it is. 
Sheesh. A lot of people hate multiplayer so much. I think these people just don't have friends. This is weird. This just take kidding. was sent to me by Ellison underscore 712 on Twitter, so if you Ellison guys want to tweet it. <laughs> no. Um, I did not. I, m- multiplayer games are really fun, and I don't see that they take away from anything. So, like, I've been playing some single-player games like God of War, but I also, like, at night, like, when I'm, like, or after work or whatever, we'll hop on and play, like, Dead by Daylight or Fortnite with friends. Like, I'll play some different stuff. I love the option to just pick up and play a random online multiplayer game and, and, you know, pass some time or what have you. And it's not like, you know, a lot of multiplayer games, if you look at stuff like Fall Guys, Fortnite, whatever, they're starting to become, like, free or very inexpensive. Like, there's an accessibility to multiplayer that allows a lot of people to get into games at a low cost. And we're still seeing high-quality multiplayer games come out year after year. I know they're not as frequent, and there has been a little bit more emphasis placed on that, but we're still getting a lot of good single-player titles, and that's in addition to the multiplayer, which is just the world we live in nowadays. There's a large online presence. We just got out of a pandemic. There was a thousand things going on. Imagine, you know, being stuck at home and not being able to go out and see your friends or see people, and you don't have online multiplayer. Like, you could just sit there and play with your... play games by yourself, and it's just (laughs) sort of a weird... Like, I just feel like that sucks. Like, that, this sounds like somebody who just doesn't have any friends and is like, man, I hate online multiplayer games because I don't have anyone to play with. But, like, even if you don't have anyone to play with, you could go on online and squat up in a solo lobby or something and still play or potentially make friends. Like, I really can't think of a reason that someone would actually or actively dislike online multiplayer. I just, I just I mean- think... I could see it for, like, the toxicity part of it, as far as, like, unfiltered, like, random people you're playing with, and, like, trying to play the game for what it is, but if it's multiplayer only, then you're, like, forced to have a possible shitty experience because of the people you're playing with, if it's, like, a team-based game, okay. or something like that, where you're just, like, getting fucking yelled at in COD lobbies. Um, Brian commented, I don't really play multiplayer games, I just ignore them, they don't hurt me in any way. Plenty of single-player games if that's your jam. Which is a really good point, because, yeah, there's definitely, it's not like multiplayer is oversaturating the market, or vice versa. Um, it's an optional thing. If you don't want to play them, you don't have to. And I get wanting to play a game that's multiplayer, but, like, not having to deal with other people. But, like, it's just, that's just, that's just is what it is. So you're going to have to deal with it sometimes. And I would like to make the distinction, though, because I feel like multiplayer in this sense is, like, online like multiple people it's like not the same as co-op games because i think those are very different and co-op games we don't have that many of um co-op is i'm just i mean that by like maybe like two people like a tailored experience for a group of people to play like a way out or it takes two those type of games but i wouldn't really call those multiplayer maybe like in context i'm like oh is that game multiplayer but i'm really just mean like co-op yeah i was gonna say it takes two is the first one that comes to mind there um and even games like left for dead and and um, I mean, there's a, a billion games that are probably not even that I'm not even thinking of off the top of my head right now. But it's just like I don't know. This is not a harmful thing. This is cool. This is a great option in addition to other options. And that to me is just kind of like, well, why? What is your problem with this? Like, why are you upset by this? Not you specifically, although this was Nicole's take. Um, my question is like, why? <laughs> Why would you be bothered by this? Like, it doesn't... It's not hurting anyone. No one's actively harmed by you choosing to play a multiplayer game. And as an option, it really does increase accessibility for everyone. So I am... No, I'm out on this take. I think this take sucks. Um, With all due respect, I just... To say... It's not to say you don't like a multiplayer. That's fine. One of my best friends likes playing multiplayer games on occasion, but he's much more into single-player games. He likes to play... 
you know, storage-driven games, thinks he can get invested in whatever, and that's fine. But he's not going to be like, well, you know, you guys can't play that. Like, I just, there's a difference, and I think this, it, it sucks to say it has a negative impact on the industry because that's just, that's just a hot take for the sake of a hot take, and I'm I'm out on that, so. Yep. All right, so this one, um, I forgot that we had, so I'm just going to read it and then read another one because we, we already talked about it, but okay. Caribbean on Twitter commented on our thread. They said... Um, where do I even begin with mine? Mostly, most open world games suck because they're just an empty excuse to pad the game out and waste the player's time. The only recent exceptions I can think of this that I've played are Red Dead 2 and Elden Ring. <laughs> so I know you mentioned Red Dead was one of your examples of why you don't like open worlds, but Elden Ring's, I guess, another one, but... Um, yeah. But yeah, same thing. I didn't really like Red Dead 2 because I couldn't get into it, and then, like, the sheer scope of it wasn't something that I was like, oh, if I just push through and invest my time, like, maybe I'll get through it. But, yeah, I just wanted to... Read theirs just because they spent their time to comment on our thread, but we already talked about that. No, I appreciate that. I had an Elden Ring take as well that I grabbed, and I could just throw that out here at the same time. Um, before you go, I'm not like trying to jump sure. in your spot, but this this guy on Reddit said Elden Ring is easily the worst game FromSoft has ever made. Uh, I which... mean, I don't really have much to say about that because I haven't played them, but I feel like that is definitely a controversial take because. That is not how most people feel. I mean, you can go all the way back to 1997, you know, games like Armored Core. There's games like, I mean, I don't even know some of these that I'm looking at here, like The Adventures of Cookie and Cream. These could be good, they could be bad, I, I couldn't tell somebody you. somebody that's just, like, really bad at them, and he takes it personally, you know? Which... Like, I'm really bad at them, but I don't take it, I don't go off from software sucks. Like, I don't, just not my type of game, I guess. Right, and I'm sure that there's, that there's, far worse games that they've ever made and just to sit there and say like then and, and brian just dropped in the comments saying all right i feel like they might just be saying this to excuse me to be a contrarian which is possible um but you'd be surprised how many dumb people are out there and by dumb no i mean dumb um i, I was trying to be polite but no dumb people that just have these really hot take opinions and uh yeah i just i don't know i, I feel like showing my shark cup oh I have a kid's sh- sippy cup from Target. Now I need to now I need to see because I had our stream up. Oh, fantastic! I just bought this this um Ooh. insulated Halloween. Mm-hmm. I started Halloween decorating a little early. I as did you today too. Probably see because I have lights up in the background and stuff like purple and Look orange at my lights. Pillow. Fascinating. Uh, you guys saw the bat last time, but I do have this ghost now. He's like screaming, um, and he's fantastic in that regard and i have just i went to uh home goods yesterday with my girlfriend and we bought a bunch of uh we're not sponsored no but they, we could be home goods <laughs> we could be target please well target has you know what's really funny and i don't mean to divert like diverge on the topic but it's, it's, it's hilarious there's a mug that Coles has for sale this year and it's 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 a ghost mug it's called like celebrate oh, together yeah and uh my girlfriend really wants it and i've been checking every single day to see if it's restocked and it has not restocked and they're selling it for like 80 bucks on ebay like scalpers are getting to the ghost mugs now which is fascinating to me but i don't understand and this is probably like a tiktok trend or something but like who's buying mugs for eight dollars and then reselling them online for 75 like can you like scalp elsewhere please so that i can get this mug i just it's just like starbucks i understand but a random kohl's mug that's weird yeah it is very weird and i don't fully understand it so all right and anyway that was just Um... me me venting for a little bit especially because yeah people suck don't scalp scalping is bad i mean physically and also like video games uh okay 
So sorry, I didn't mean to jump in your take, but I thought I'd get that out of the way. Uh -huh. Ghost thingy. Hey, you know what? Okay, so this is Brian's on Twitter. So Brian's in the chat too, but it's BrianMX34. I don't think there's any issue with DLC, season passes, or microtransactions as long as the base game is enjoyable without them. Example, I put 100 hours into Fallout 4 before a single one of its DLC came out. I was satisfied and had no issue paying for more content. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I don't like pay-to-win, which I think you can have microtransactions, season passes, and all that without being without it being pay-to-win. Like, like you said, as long as the base game has enough content that you don't need that, it's good. I think a lot of games teeter that use it teeter on the edge of like you can play the game but like everyone else is having a much better time because of the paid content that they're getting it's not even necessarily pay to win it's just like i don't know shitty games where you're like paying for more energy for something i guess like a lot of phone games but um yeah i don't know i i'm a fan of like the season pass method because if usually it's if it's an addition to something like I know Overwatch is switching to a season pass instead of just loot boxes, which is kind of fun because, like, you're going to play the game anyway, so if you're getting rewarded for putting more time into that game, then I think those end up being really beneficial. But yeah, if it's pay-to-win in any way where you're not just getting, like, cosmetics or something, um, they, that sucks. Why'd you put Isaac back on the screen? Oh, did I? Whoops. Yep. Sorry about that. That was a <laughs> trigger finger thing. Um, yeah, I am not at all out. Uh, I, I like the Battle Pass system. Um, it's interesting because I do feel like every game is doing it now, especially free-to-play games. Like, I play games sometimes like Hearthstone, which is like, I don't know, if, I'm not sure if you're familiar, it's Blizzard, it's like a, you know, it's a mm -hmm. card game, card battle game. But like, I'll play it a lot when I'm working because it's like something I could just be doing mindlessly in the background while I'm waiting on something or in a meeting or doing something, you know, whatever that I just need to like sit there for. Um, and so, you know, it's nice to have something like that, but they have a battle pass now. Um, Fortnite has a battle pass, which they've had for a while. I think Fortnite kind of like brought that battle pass thing to the forefront as something that other games started to adopt. Dead by Daylight has something very similar. I mean, it just seems like the direction a lot of games are moving in. And it does make sense because you usually do get your value from a battle pass. Like, you pay 10 bucks, for example, with Dead by Daylight specifically, it's 10 bucks for the battle pass, and you get $10 worth of currency just back from the battle pass alone, in addition to a bunch of other trinkets, skins, whatever. So, like, it is a fair approach, and, and I think people that maybe dislike it, it's sort of... It more boils down to, like, the idea that... I think it's you just got people that don't like any, any microtransactions in games at all, and I just think that it's something we're going to see a lot more, and I think there's ways to do it in non-invasive ways. Like, EA did a terrible job with that, with the Battle Pass system. You know, remember Star Wars... Not Battle Pass specifically, but, like, paid content. You had uh, Star Wars Battlefront. You know, that game came out, and Star Wars Battlefront, at the time, you had to pay, like... I don't know, it was like $200 or something just to be able to get Darth Vader or some X number of ridiculous loot boxes open. So I like a battle pass system where it's not RNG. You 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 know what you can get. You play at your own pace, and it's completely optional. So I think that's good and kind of a healthy approach. Um, I, I don't think this take is like the most controversial. I just think people need to accept that that's going to be the case. And if it means that more games are free on release, but you have the option to pay, that's good for players as a whole because it increases accessibility mm -hmm. for people that may not be able to. Uh, Roy sub. Thanks for the sub, Roy. Thank you. Roy, I could um, go for a meatball sub if you've got one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like a good example. I, I lost my train of thought after he subbed. I got distracted. Yeah. 
game getting more content that's what it was um brian had said something about games getting more content uh which is a great example because like uh animal crossing new horizons obviously full release was a full game and shit and then recently this year they released i think it was this year i don't know recently they dropped um an expansion thing which was like 25 dollars or 15 dollars and i had like no problem spending that because i had over i already did have over 400 hours in that game just from base content so like a game putting out optional more content for something you really love it's like i felt fine spending that money because one it's my money i wanted to and then two it's like telling nintendo hey we want this like give us more content even though they didn't that's a whole other topic for movie hating on nintendo decisions yeah but they were like here's your one and only dlc thing and we're just like why like you could literally release paid content and me and other people will happily buy it it's like they fucking hate money sometimes but yeah in those scenarios yeah. it works out because if it's if it's just adding on dlc or content it's optional you don't gotta but if you really want to if you really like the game and you want to support the devs and all that then like that's a good way to show you're interested yeah, I think it's good to have. Also, I found the Toast Nicoletes. I put it on the screen just so everyone can see that for a moment. Um, if you do find toast covered in push pans, I would avoid eating it because that would explain what's going to cut your mouth open. So I just wanted to yeah, briefly that, that's what my toast address like. that. I think it may be more of a you problem than the toast problem, but if you're eating some kind of weird voodoo toast, you might want to stop doing that at some yeah. point. Yeah, so. chat said, I do like optional content. Sims 4 expansions and game packs make the game more and more interesting. That's a good example, but also another, I feel like Sims 4, they really split up their content. I feel like a lot of that is cash grabby and they could definitely put more of those together because like I played Sims 3 and I feel like those expansion packs back in the day gave you a lot and now they've kind of like split vampires on their own, split night living into their own. So like, it's like, companies know what they're doing. They're making these things paid and they're making choices deliberately. So it's like at the end of the day, it's all about money, but it's always, like I said, it's always up to you. It's your money. Do whatever you want with it. That's true. And I think that's important. Don't spend it at uh, Chick-fil-A, though. They suck. All right, yeah, listen. So, I mean, I have issues with Chick-fil-A, but they go beyond just their horribly bigoted views. I also dislike their cow and the way they spell chicken. But that's another conversation for another day. Uh, Sim is definitely interesting. I'm just saying it's fucking creepy. Um, but, I yeah, I think, I, I think optional pay is great i think nintendo is a weird example of like people almost want nintendo to put out more paid content like like in terms of even games like we haven't gotten a lot of first party nintendo games at all in the past little bit outside of pokemon and i don't even know if that counts but i mean where's donkey kong where's the new donkey kong where's mario like where's all of that stuff uh you're supposed to get odyssey 2 details at some point right but it hasn't happened so you know that's a whole thing um Back to you. Back to me, and I think it's an interesting transition because I do have a take, and it is a take related to Mario 64. This person says, Mario 64, Super Mario 64, on the Nintendo 64, of course, ruined the franchise of Mario as a whole. I don't even know like where he gets that from. Now, before we address this topic, I am going to pause briefly because we are going to do the giveaway results for the Steam drawing. So if you want to hear our thoughts on this Mario nonsense. Stick with us for just a moment. I'm not even going to go anywhere. I'm just going to run it, but I am going to put up the starting soon screen so that you don't have to see my, like, you know, 
my, my... I can entertain them. No, you can entertain too then if you want to. Yeah, because I don't want someone thinking that we're starting soon. Uh, you know, I, I have, well, I have it. a be right back as well. You know what? Be right back's better, but... Deal with, all right, no, you know what? Now you're going to entertain, so go ahead. I'm okay. going to do the drawing. <laughs> you guys want to see a cool feather I got? I got, I got a cool feather with an octopus painted on it from Mexico. It's giving a glare. This is my feather. Is that how it came on the bird, or? Yep. Okay. Crazy. The birds, but yeah, the birds in Mexico, they have painted feathers. That I, really intricate designs. I've seen Rio. Oh, no, that's Brazil. This is, this is my plant. It was a clearance buy from Lowe's. It was half off because they didn't want to take care of it anymore, so I'm trying to save it. I think it's doing okay. It's a hurricane fern. Hmm. I have a plant in here, but I don't think I can show that kind of plant on stream. Um, Baby Yoda cup. Let's see. I'm just showing people my things. This is fun. Okay. Baby Yoda it. cup, and it has some crystals inside. I got some clear quartz. That. And whatever this rock is, I forgot. And I have a pretty green rock, which I think is jade. Doesn't really show up green on here, but it's green. That has been a tour of my desk. I also have a rock with a fossil in it, but it's really hard to see, so I don't think showing it on camera is going to be great. Do you have a selenite? I recommend. I feel like I do. I, I don't know. Maybe I don't. Mexican octopus feather. Super rare, Brian says. Indeed. It charges the other crystals. I'm, like, very... I don't really know that much about crystals. I know that I like what they look like, and I'm open to learning about them, but... I don't know. The clear quartz and the other one came in like a zodiac thing, so those are apparently the cancer crystals. I have a uh, Darth Vader calendar that I changed like the little cubes on. It says, this will be a day long remembered. And then I changed the date. Wait a minute. No, not you. Sorry. I'm, I'm thinking out loud. Trying to make sure that I run. Love him. Thanks, I love him too. I'm running this thing. I think I messed something up though. I use a different site. Ah, here we go. Got it. All right, guys. Uh, I'm about to be announcing the details okay, of the winner. Um, just waiting on this to give me the retweet uh, picker here. Here's the link of the tweet. Right <laughs> says, "Can you show chat the front and back of your debit card? Sharing is caring." Yeah, of course. Hold on a second. Here, One of my debit cards is Darth Vader on them. Here we go. I've got this. This is a goblin. I can't pay nice. for stuff with it, but it's there. Um, it's my, this is my driver's license, actually. Perfect. Wow. You know, I got my driver's license updated recently, and uh, they literally put hair color none. <laughs> on the driver's license. No, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I misread that, I misread that. It says hair color UNK, which is an abbreviation for unknown, unknown which, like, is not fair because there That's is hair here, fair. but they it didn't... Could be brown, it could be black. They didn't ask me for a new picture. They didn't They didn't do any of that. It's just It's just kind of a messed That's up hilarious. thing. Um, I will be writing an angry worded letter to yeah, the, I'm sure they'll love to read that at the DMV. government. Sorry, it made me authorize the podcast Twitter before I could actually pick the tweet which is what took so long so i do apologize for that um but i am in the process let me in dude all right here we go valid lightsaber tattoo i like that i want to get a tattoo do it 
thinking about it. I told you before I have the needle anxiety, but there's a tattoo. There's a a Bulbasaur with a pumpkin drawing. You gotta do it. I saw I somebody with needle problems, like full scream the entire time, but they really wanted it done, so they just fucking like powered through it. <laughs> You know, I was talking to someone at work today about this, and I was, because, like, my, my roommate's gotten the tattoos before and stuff, and he's like, oh, it's, you know, it, it doesn't really hurt, it's kind of, you know, it's just a soreness, it almost feels like a sunburn-type level, like a, the burn of a sunburn, but then one of my coworkers that I was talking to today literally was like, hey, uh, it, it sometimes feels like a hot knife cutting through you, and I was like, the fuck did you just say to me? Like, what do you mean? I mean maybe while it's happening, but after, it's just a sunburn. Right. Uh, all right, I have a winner. I just need to verify that that person followed all the instructions and followed the podcast, so just bear with me a second okay. while I verify that information, and then I will announce this person as the winner. I just want to make sure they did uh, meet the qualifications. You just announce them, and then if they didn't, then they get the public shame of not winning. Okay, sure then. <laughs> I have Axel Castella, and that is at Rain Harlock. R-A-I-N Harlock. I will uh, pop that information on Twitter uh, once we get back to sort of wrapping this up and everything. Um, but congratulations to at Rain Harlock pending verification. But I, I will announce a different, you know, make sure you're following us on Twitter. I, I'm fairly certain this person did meet all the, all the requirements, so I think we're good. Uh, but I will double check. And if not, we'll redraw and we'll announce the winner there. So congratulations again at Rain Harlock on Twitter. Uh, for your submission, the first person I drew was a bot account that did not do anything other than retweet the tweet, so that's why it took me a minute to get to somebody that actually did. So, congrats, and thank you for entering. Um, we will definitely be doing more giveaways in the future. Um, it has been awesome to see people interacting, and obviously the idea is that, you know, you guys get a little something for supporting us, and we ideally, like, get you to come check out the stream or something on behalf of that, and then you stick around because you like it, and we start to build a community. So um, that's sort of the purpose of that. And if you want to stay up to date with more details on our giveaways and stuff, the next one will not be announced for a little bit. I do have to, like, you know, we got to talk about some stuff and figure it out. But the next one is going to be exclusively to people that are in our Discord. So if you have not yet joined our Discord, I would definitely recommend doing so. Um, I will post, post yeah, uh, Nicole can put the link in the chat here, but we'll also post it on Twitter. I don't know when that's going to come, but you will want to be in the Discord at some point. And it's not exclusively for the podcast. We have gaming channels set up, like people can talk, you can meet new people, talk to like-minded people, whatever, um, you know, complain about strong female protagonists, whatever you want to do really is up to you in there. Uh, but I will tell you that for our next giveaway, um, it will be our biggest one yet comparatively to the other ones we've done. It will be a little bit down the road and you will have to be in our discord in order to be able to win. So check that out. We'll put the link out there. Um, and let's, uh, let's get back to the last, you know, bit of last, last round of uh, takes we've got here with my, um, Mario take, of course, Nicole, do you have thoughts on that? How super Mario 64 ruined the franchise? How do you feel? about No. That? <laughs> I don't feel any sort of way. I feel like that's ridiculous. I didn't play Mario 64 all the way through. Like, I've definitely played parts of it, but people love that game, and I don't think them making that game... I mean, obviously, it probably influenced their future decisions, maybe, but, like, I don't think... <laughs> I don't know. I just... I don't know how he came up with that as a as an opinion. I just don't... I don't see how that's a reality. <laughs> 
a rare one where I wish somebody had elaborated a little bit more as well because they didn't say anything. It was just quite literally that take and that was it. so strange. Yeah, I don't really know unless he thinks that like the entire history of Mario after the fact was hinged on that one game, which doesn't seem likely. Maybe. I mean, it's a classic game. It's a very... I mean, it doesn't hold up extremely. I feel like at the time it did. Uh, yeah, about the time. It was revolutionary at the time. It was, it was, uh, there had never really been anything like it. And it, it was just a, it was the, I don't think it's too hot of a take to say it was the best game on the N64 and may still be the best game on the N64 realistically. Um, if not, like Paper Mario, maybe, but I don't know if that Paper Mario is the best. I just think that game did so much to open doors for Mario as a whole. Like, I just, I don't get that that take at all and this is one that i think was just maybe controversial for the sake of controversial but this person seemed very like legit about it so i don't know but super mario 64 i definitely think this is a controversial take it did not ruin the franchise and that's more evidence than anything else by the fact that i don't know the franchise is still going strong and making billions of dollars each year probably uh but you know what do i know All right, switching to mine now because I have I love opinions. <laughs> if you know me, I do love me a, me some opinions. And this is your personal uh, take, this just is my to personal clarify. Take. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, so I don't really want to. I'm gonna I'm gonna do two really quick because one I don't really want to talk about because I just want to say it and there's really not much to say. But Souls games, for example, Elden Ring should have difficulty adjustments. I just think they should. It, you can make no because you can make the base game the way you want it. But it's very inaccessible, not just to me. It's a huge accessibility problem for people that want to play a game. So like, it's like you're willingly going out of your way, alienating a group of the gaming community that can't play your game or can't play it and enjoy it or get anywhere. And then there's like people that don't need the access- accessibility options that just, you know, don't want to die 50 times. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with having difficulty options in a game. Like I said, they're all optional. If you want to be the tryhard that plays the game as hard as possible go ahead you can go online and tell us preach to the fucking void that you did it but like i really don't see how it hurts having it as an option an option so you're not gonna let me respond to this you can respond so here's the thing and i'm inherently terrible at those games but the except for elden ring that was the only one i really was able to make some progress in but i don't think they're they're designed for a general audience. So in other words, anyone can play it, but it's That's not ridiculous though. Like when 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 did we make games and alienating people be okay? But it's <laughs> not so hold hold on. Hold on a minute cuz i saw a take about this online and someone said it's the same thing as building a an apartment building and only having stairs. And and i saw that okay. as such, yeah. such a strong but that's like awesome. I feel like that's even not allowed anymore for right well first of all reasons. it's but first of all you need to be able to get up to your apartment you know what i mean they need to be here, let so. me fit it let me draw the bridge and bring it together <laughs> snappy pants let me bring it together here to do it doesn't because the idea okay. with that example and this is what the person said was they need to be able to get into their apartment no one needs to be able to play elden ring i no, do I know, not if you buy a game because you can't unless they're going with Sony, where Sony makes everyone have demos of their games available. Unless you get an opportunity, which most people don't, to demo a game before they buy it, then they at least need to offer a solid refund system. Because if you buy a game that you physically can't play or like can't get past the very beginning part, like I don't know, it's shitty. I feel like it's easy, really easy, 
to just add an optional difficulty modifier. Make it a slider, make enemy health, your damage, something. It's so easy. It's just, it's an option. It's more of an option not to, <laughs> to make it an option than it is just to be like, nope, this is our game. It's hard, deal with it. I don't know. I feel like that's, that's shitty. It should be an option. I don't disagree with you as it pertains to gaming as a whole, but I think the Souls games are unique because the whole purpose of those games is that you die repeatedly. Like, not only storyline-wise, because your character is like a soul. Purpose, though. I think it is really satisfying to beat a difficult boss but there's like a there's like a learning curve with with like difficulty where it's like oh okay yeah you had you had to have i don't know upgraded your bow so far to kill this guy but if it's like no you just can't be you just can't beat this one you just have to suffer i don't i don't know i just i just there's no harm in having options except for like people's ego that they get to be cool and do it on the hardest difficulty it's like you can still do that they literally any games that have difficulty as like a beginning choice have hmm. trophies attached to that so you can just be like look at me i got the expert difficulty trophy i don't know no, i actually agree I with that having an option right? isaac just said if they make an easy mode that uh, if they make an easy mode but also disable trophies on the easy mode i will budge cool. on that and i I'd agree with that. with that that would be yeah, the only I'm thing not... because because they're, they're the whole point of the souls games is that they're meant to be difficult they're not meant to be it, it, it's not it's not a game that like yeah, but who said that did the dev the, the, dev, the, the people who made yeah, the from software has notoriously made games with the intent of they intent they put in trolley things that will just kill you that you don't expect yeah. that that's the whole no, point that, that's fine having things set up that like oh you're gonna die and you have to reset here that's fine but i think like i don't know i still don't think having an option hurts i don't necessarily think that it hurts but i don't think that those games are in other words from software that's the whole thing they're making games for a niche audience and i don't think that other souls like games like code vein for I'm example about any game i just use soul as an example because that's like a notorious hard game <laughs> i feel like having an optional difficulty i don't how does that ruin your personal experience if someone else is playing the game easier besides <laughs> ego and being better than somebody so, to clarify my my take on this, it doesn't ruin my experience, but it also it ruins the experience of the person playing the game. They're not playing the game as it's intended to be played. They're playing basically like a, a, a what it's like a participation trophy. Those games are supposed to be stupidly hard and and annoying and frustrating, and I feel like it's gonna take away from the experience to play it on easy. But I guess you're right. I guess in theory, like. It's not really hurting anybody, but it will never happen with Souls games. I just because that's what From Software's whole thing is. You want to see it for other games? Then, okay, sure. Uh, I'm definitely on board with it. I think more people being able to play games. Hell, I'm playing God of War on easy just because I want to get through it. So yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not critiquing the idea of accessibility. The more people can play games, the better. But I do think it's okay to have a specific audience of game. I just specifically don't see how it's souls. different that like the standard difficulty for those games is what we'd consider hard and then still have options like i don't i don't i, I just don't understand that but it's okay yeah brian just said i feel like if the devs want it that way that's fine it's the fans who are assholes about it they are the one so in other words nicole i think of it like this if i and this is gonna be a weird example but like if i build an obstacle course for you and i say hey i'm gonna i'm gonna give you 100 bucks if you beat this obstacle course and you come over and you can't do it i intentionally built it challenging because i'm trying to incentivize you to take no, this but i paid you money to go on this course then don't buy the game is my thought right but like we don't know the game's gonna be 
we, we, it's 2022. You can find out information about games easily and effortlessly at this point. If it was 1997 I, 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 I and you had... I think that unless you play the game yourself, you actually, you'll know if it's your type of game or not. You can read reviews all day. It's going to be different when you actually get to play it for yourself. Well, I think this may be one that we just agree to disagree on because I do think that that's fine. That's as why it's a, controversial. Yeah, no, I suppose that's true. But again, I don't. I I typically like playing games on easier, so I I'm okay with that. I, I think it's good to have an easy option. I'm generally just not like super adept at a lot of video games, but I feel like I'm included. I just feel like I'm I'm not arguing easy mode. I'm arguing easy on souls specifically so maybe it's just the example you picked and my response to it but like if you want to yeah, tell me I that get, like i get that being that's from soft's thing but yeah. it's also still like in a weird territory it's like so your purpose of like purposefully and uh and now oh my gosh i can't say this fucking sentence alienating a group of people but if they're okay with that then whatever but yeah i don't know i feel like in general <laughs> options don't hurt anybody no, they don't. It's just that options with this particular thing would definitely hurt the the experience of the game. It wouldn't, though, because their game would not change. You could add a difficulty mode to Elden Ring, and everyone that played the game on the standard difficulty that they wanted you to play, their experience doesn't change. But your turn. Okay. <laughs> um, I have one left uh, here. Well, I, I, I have two left, actually. Um. One of them, I think, works as my last one. So I'm going to throw this other one out here quick. Uh, the Witcher 3 is overrated. Uh, I know this is a take that's going to be interesting for you because I know you're a fan. You're not a fan of the game, um, right? And you said you didn't particularly care for it. I know it's, like, widely acclaimed. I think it would if I got into it more, but that, that was the problem. Nothing made me want to keep playing it, which is surprising because I like open-world fantasy RPGs, but that one didn't grab me. Which is fair. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, I, people may feel differently about that. I haven't played The Witcher 3, so I'm not going to comment on it because I, you know what I mean? I, I grabbed this as a controversial opinion to throw out there in passing, not because it's one I feel strongly about, but based on what other people have told me that I asked before I actually put, you know, was getting some opinions from some of my friends who play games a lot, this is a good game. This seems like a bit of a controversial take, but it might be something that people enjoy. Here is the last one from my end. God of War 2018 is the worst God of War game ever made. I'm not entertaining you. Why? Because that's This is not my not... take for the record. Oh, I you no, said no, 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 no. This is not No, sorry. The last take I had the last take I have on the list that I okay, grabbed. I, like, I no, mixed a few No, nope, I mixed a few of my takes in there earlier. I okay, was very okay. much with the Last of Us one and whatnot. I thought that like it was important to sort of establish that. But no, this, this is not my opinion. Sorry. Okay. Should clarify this. This <laughs> is trolling. I was like this No, is no. Not no, no. Your idea. <laughs> no, no, no. This is the this is the our we our pick for best game of all time. You know, if you guys missed that, you could check that out. But God of War 2018 according to this general gentleman a gentleman on Reddit is the worst God of War game. I feel like they I've seen that take and I feel like it comes from them making Kratos a dad <laughs> like he's still the god of war but if you've played the old god of war games he's nowhere near I mean the game gets pretty brutal and shit but I feel like he's still not nowhere as near as god of war as he was back in the day because I played some of the first one maybe the third one I played one of them but definitely I feel like they mellowed it down a little bit for the storyline which I personally prefer I still think he's a great character and you can learn a lot about him from just 2018 but I feel like that's probably maybe where his opinion comes from 
Yeah, and he did mention, like, he didn't like the camera angles and whatnot and the way the game itself physically plays. And, I mean, I guess that's a fair... You know, you can criticize it if you want. I'm not going to tell you that you can't, you know, but, like, I don't know. I just think... I mean, there there's multiple God of War games that are, you know, objectively worse, and I just think that's strong. And uh, Isaac just dropped in the comments saying, worst is a very strong opinion come from people don't have evidence to back it up, meaning they just say it and hope someone... Excuse me. Says yes. Um, and I, I do, I did want to just point. Out, he did mention a little bit of quote unquote evidence. He said that he didn't like the fighting style and that he didn't like the the stories. That the story was boring and generic and stupid. And, and that I, I definitely disagree with. As I'm literally playing the game. I mean, I find the story the most interesting part of the game. Personally, uh, the gameplay and the fighting is not, you know, lighting the world on fire. It's not, you know, reinventing the wheel, if you will. Um, but considering the source material and how they improved on and developed the game, I just think, I just think it's, it's overall a really, really good, uh, a really good game and definitely not that that's an unjust criticism in my opinion. Okay. Um, one of mine that I definitely want to bring up, we don't have to talk super long about it, but I think Cyberpunk 2077 was a fantastic game. I'm tired of people pretending it's not. (laughs) So many people jumped on the bandwagon because of what happened on its release without actually playing it, but I had a PS5 and played the game literally at launch, so as broken as you could imagine it to be, and I had very few problems. My only problem was it crashed every so often, and it wasn't, like, every hour or anything crazy, maybe, like, I don't know, under 10 times my entire playthrough. So, obviously, I was fortunate enough to play it on the PS5, but, like, the game itself is very good. If you wanted, like, a... Well, Cyberpunk's kind of, like, its own like theme (laughs) if you wanted like a cyberpunk like futuristic open world rpg with like a great ass main story like play that game trust me i will put my life on it that play that game the main story is wicked good keanu reeves is obviously the best part of the game like his character is fantastic your relationship with his character get is fantastic the game's good and they've obviously only done nothing but upgrade it since that so if this is your first time picking it up anytime soon you're gonna have a good time yeah yeah i have i i haven't played cyberpunk so i can't you know that one's a take that that's on that's you um i will say that based on my understanding of the situation regarding that game it does seem like people were upset because it came out a bit too soon and it was a little bit broken and it's unfortunate that the game that by all accounts is really solid has this bad connotation because the launch was not excellently done there was a lot of hype around it but by all accord for anyone i've talked to that's played it the game is quite good and uh, i think there's just this negative stigma that exists around it unfairly um, it's definitely, I, I can't say that it's one that I think I'd invest the time into. Not not anytime soon, because there's just so many other games I want to play, and I know it's long, and it's just kind of mm-hmm. like a little, it's not my type of game, but I, I necessarily, but I don't think that it, the criticism that it gets is justified at all. And I think there was a combination of people that were like rushing it to come out, and the devs feeling pressure to get it out, and all the delays. It just sort of put a bad taste in, in the mouths of the general public populace whatever you want to call it um and then that's not fair obviously yeah Uh, i don't think you should obviously game bugs and it just like not working mm -hmm. is a huge problem but like at some point you need to separate what the game actually is and from its bugs and glitches that are going to be fixed because there was a lot to that game that had nothing to do with the glitches like they're they're separate entities yeah you can be upset you want them to be fixed you don't want to spend your money on it that's completely valid but like to say the game is bad because it crashed on me like that's nothing to do with the game it had a great story the gameplay was good 
Um, they're obviously still improving it and in, like fixing like, like certain aspects of it, but overall, like if you were able to play it, which is the problem, a lot of it should never came out, never should have come out on last gen. But if you're able to play it and only play it on PS5 or Series X, then you're you're gonna have a good time. Yeah, and it's definitely one that, like, like I said, it seems interesting, and I think it got a lot of rap, like just like No Man's Sky, it, it almost got like review bombed, if you will. But the game was buggy at launch. If you tried to play it on a on a non, like, if you tried to play it on PS4 or regular Xbox or something, yeah, that was a mistake. They should not have done that. <laughs> um, yeah. So again, it's sort of a rush. It sort of goes back to the th- conversation we've had in the past about like. You know, what are you know what are we looking at in terms of game development and all of that that goes into it? But I think for the most part, like Cyberpunk's probably good. It's just not my cup of tea. I've never heard for everyone that I've talked to that's played it all the way through, really liked it. And to me, I trust the opinions of those people. And obviously, you and I think that it's probably people that are just like salty about it, holding on to resentment and not really formulating their own opinion on it. Which is why I will not comment on it beyond just sort of saying, hey, maybe it deserves this. You know. Uh, abc um attention mm-hmm. so yeah i think it's pretty solid uh as a whole and definitely one that you know might be worth checking out at some point but right now not so. yeah. brian I just dropped gonna... oh, no i'm sorry brian just dropped in the comments and said i'm waiting for all the dlc and updates before i start cyberpunk i do know there is a new dlc coming out pretty soon i think uh, it's based on edge runner whatever that is some cyberpunk yeah thing. i think it's based on edge runner if I remember oh, that's probably. <laughs> I don't kidding. know. Is that genre its own thing? Probably. No, I I don't know. I know there is a cyberpunk anime coming out on Netflix called Cyberpunk Trigger that I think is related yeah. to the game in some way, and it looks it's a really cool, really world. cool. Uh, yeah. I love Keanu Reeves. Like the John Wick series are oh like some God. of my all time favorite movies, and the man. I watched John Wick because of cyberpunk because his character in that is fantastic, and then I was like, oh, I gotta go watch Keanu's stuff. Like I want more, and. John Wick, like, the series is my favorite action series outside of, like, Disney stuff. Yep, genuinely my... Yeah, I know. Bambi had so much action. Uh, No! (laughs) I'm just kidding. John Wick is fantastic. I highly recommend it. Um, I really like it a lot. But generally speaking, like, Keanu Reeves would have been my biggest appeal to the game as a whole. But I'm sure the game's fun. Um, it was a good get because he was great in it. But. I don't doubt it. He's 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 a very niche actor in a way. He's not you know reinventing the the, the way dialogue is conceived, but he's he's very good. So he's got a great voice. He does. Um, okay. My last thing before we move into our new closing segment. Yeah. Not we don't want to talk about it, but I feel like I just got to put it out there. Sure, for sure. Controversial gaming opinions because sure. my friend um, Anthony, he's stranded snake on Twitch. Also agrees with me is that Breath of the Wild is overrated, but we can we can wrap up. What? How could you say that? No, I oh agree, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent overrated. Game's fine. It's not. I saw someone call it one of the best games of all time. It isn't. It's a solid. Like, it seven. is for some people, and I understand why people might like it. But like, as far as like how hyped up it is and how those people talk about it, I just personally can't relate. Yep. I. It's. It's just. It's. It's a solid game. Probably an eight out of ten. If you like it, that's awesome. But I say the same thing I said about Ocarina. It's like. Just take off the nostalgia glasses because it's, it's it's people are like oh my god it's Zelda it's the best like like take a step back it's a good game yeah as it a non Zelda fan it's a very average it's good it's just not groundbreaking but all right do you want me to intro okay. our la- our our outro topic yes we are going to be introducing right. this new segment here and that we're going to do going forward and cool. uh, I'm just yeah, putting the graphic. Out- Closing out the show, we're gonna do what's on the horizon. Um, I thought it was a great little play on our name. Uh, what's on the horizon? So we're just gonna kind of talk about what we're gonna be like, what individually, what we're gonna be doing 
until the next podcast, just like what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're playing, just so you guys know what we're up to, if anyone cares to hear that. Um, do you want, I'll go first? Yeah, you can go first. Yeah, so I started a game called Disney Dreamlight Valley. Um, it is Animal Crossing mixed very little with Stardew. Um, it's free to play on Game Pass if you have that. It's in early access. So the game's going to be free to play next year. But if you want to play it now, you have to pay, I think, like 30 bucks for the Founders Pack. Or like I said, it's free on Game Pass. Literally the best thing ever. I love Disney. You just do missions. You like build a town. It's it's fantastic. So that's what I've been playing. Um, besides that, I watch, I'm going to be watching the new Game of Thrones episode on Sunday. So those two things are kind of taking up my time. How about you? Okay. Um, so right now I am definitely, uh, still in the process of playing through God of War. I, I definitely, I got my, I moved my PlayStation to my room because like, it's just been like, I've been between doing work and hanging out and like, sometimes I'll hang out in discord with friends and whatnot. Like God of War is not a game I can really play while just like chatting with people. Cause you get immersed. Um, I'm really hoping to make a dent in it this weekend and get a little bit further. I, who knows if that's actually going to happen. Like, I feel like it just goes by so fast. Um, once I finish that though, which I can't imagine I have that much left, I want to start playing, um, Inscription, which I just got Inscription, uh, on Steam. That's also, I think, Devolver. It's definitely a game I've heard nothing but good things about and one that they say you should, uh, you know, avoid any spoilers about going in. Um, I'm excited to get into that a little bit, but who knows whether or not we'll get there. And as far as watching stuff... I gotta catch up on She-Hulk. I'm an episode behind. I didn't watch the new one from today. Um, so... Ooh, I didn't watch that one today Right? It's, is it Wednesdays? Yeah, I am watching that. It is Wednesdays, but I don't know what time, because I checked during lunch today, and it wasn't up yet. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I like She-Hulk a lot. I think it it's really Wednesdays good. It Wednesdays at, like, 9 p.m. Pacific, which would be, like... Or, like, midnight. I don't know what it is. Oh. Um... It looks like it's actually it Thursdays. Midnight. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's Wednesdays at midnight. Yeah. Good show. I like it. I want to catch up on that. I'd like to catch up on Moon Knight eventually too, but it's just, I haven't had the time or the, 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 the opening. And I, I, by all accounts, it's more lackluster than a lot of the other, um, series. So it's not like a controversial Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I know it's not bad. I, I like my, No, it's actually not that controversial. I think I dislike it a lot more. than most. <laughs> it's charming. And I am two episodes in and like, I, I, I like it, but like it didn't, pull me in and i think we have to do a marvel show at some point because i just think there's so many things that like i it, you know it hasn't hooked me the same way loki has right like loki is still my favorite mcu phase four thing um there hasn't even been that much bad in phase four i know people criticize it a ton and i think that other than eternals which was just kind of snooze and that it wasn't even bad it was just marvel set such a high bar for movies shang chi was great and then eternals comes out and it's just like eh, this might have been better as a tv series like as a disney plus series than a movie because it's just so boring when they're not like fighting and things aren't going on but yeah i um i want to get caught up on that maybe get caught up on moon knight and really just uh finish up god of war because i want to be ready for ragnarok but then it'll allow me to you know the game not the event uh and then it'll allow me to uh maybe kind of sink my teeth into a few shorter games like plague tale i heard about it being pretty good and i know that's going off of game pass so we'll see but that's where i'm leaning at the moment um and then and then we'll see where we go from there yeah so um after this brayden will post the winner on twitter just in case they don't claim it or whatever he'll do another drawing and post again 
Um, we'll probably be back again next week. <laughs> looking like Wednesdays for us yeah. so far. Um, if you join the Discord, um, we post the updates for when we're going live on there, and then obviously on the Twitter too. But it's looking like Wednesdays for now. I'm hoping obviously we have lives and things come up. I'm hoping we can do a weekend stream during October at some point for Halloween. Like, uh, where yeah, more people yeah, that are yeah. off might be able to like hop on, um, just tentatively down the road. So if you guys, I'm just gonna give a quick shout out before we wrap up. I mentioned it earlier, but if you guys aren't in our Discord and you like have Discord and use Discord, definitely go ahead and join. Um, because like obviously like the biggest thing for us with this whole podcast is just like meeting new people, meeting people with similar interests, talking about things, kind of having fun at the end of the day, and like it's would be really cool to establish like that type of community and and you guys can give input and stuff as well to like let us know what you want to see and what other topics and be featured and who knows like we're obviously at some point going to have other guests and whatnot like isaac might not come back after i put his face on the elf on the shelf but i don't know i'm sure we could find somebody um but yeah no brian he said brian said have a new weekend stream 24 hours i don't know if either of us could make that work um a 24-hour stream would be kind of crazy uh my my friend who actually is in our chat here scrooge champ on twitch if you guys aren't following him you should go follow him he does a lot of horror stuff for halloween and uh he actually just hit 300 followers on twitch and did a uh 12 hour live stream yesterday playing video games from like 9 a.m to 9 p.m which sounds like a fun thing but also like when you're live playing video games for that long that's a lot so if you guys aren't checking him out and follow he's big into horror horror um and and also plays stuff like dead by daylight and stuff yeah horror movies spooky movies and stuff like that we're definitely going to talk about that at some point i want to dress up on stream uh, i have a couple costume ideas already plus i have the halloween suit jacket and and suit which i will definitely wear at some point during october so yeah, we got a... an excuse to wear the cosplay wigs i bought for one outfit and never wore again <laughs> i could benefit from a wig probably and we'll have to figure so what maybe That'd be hilarious maybe you could dress <laughs> you could stream with the wig you could dress up as me and i'll dress up as you and we'll we'll, we'll ah. switch roles you could get like a bald cap or something they don't know what color my hair is according to the license so um yeah i think that's gonna do it for us this was fun uh we were a little longer than usual tonight but i really appreciate everyone hanging out we had a lot of you guys here and it was awesome to meet a couple new people um we will be back next week for sure uh we just don't know when exactly, but if you're following us on socials and you can see all of our socials up in the top left-hand corner of the screen um, to make sure you're following us. But, like, Nicole streams sometimes, too, outside of when we're podcasting. I think it's, like, once every, like, it's like the Jeepers Creepers guy that like, comes back, like, once every seven years or something. Um, so you don't want to miss that when it happens. Um, I was going to stream Plague Tale because I'm playing that, but mm -hmm. then I got distracted by Disney. So. You just bought a house, right? You got a lot going on. It was so. my Wednesday I'm gonna, I'm going to hijack your stream and play Happy Feet at some point for everybody on a oh, day when you're off. Great. I'm going to do that. I'm going to just play some live Happy Stream. But all, all jokes aside, thank you guys so much for checking this out. If you're not following us on the socials and stuff, go ahead and do that. Um, and I'll announce the giveaway winner. And remember what I said, hop into the Discord um, and join that so that when we do announce the next giveaway, you'll be in there. And seriously, thanks so much. Nicole, you got anything to add there? No, that's it. Have a good night, guys. Okay, have a good night. Peace.